it's a day that's even more exciting than Prime Day. You guys. It is. That's right. Tuesday? It's, is it it's Tuesday? Day. New Apple Pencil Day? <laughs> yeah, <It's>, Apple <laughs> Pencil Day. <laughs> it's it's new Dan Warren book release day. Oh, oh, that's right. Wow. I guess it is. I have that book. Someone I have that book, me. too. I've only read one and a half pages, though. I yeah. heard it was the best one and a half pages you've ever read, though. <laughs> It That's was the true. best surprise Kobo purchase that I forgot that I made. That <laughs> I was like, I was literally like, who made an Amazon purchase at like seven o'clock this morning? What the hell is this? That's what I'm doing. I woke up and I see this email saying you purchased a Kobo book, and I'm like, the hell I did. <laughs> Good news, my oh my no, wait, worm, actually I did do that. Worming my way into all of your accounts and buying books with all of your accounts <laughs> has turned out great for me. It was, uh, I really, Amazon could do a better job with those emails. Sounds like Kobo could too. Um, well, but, I don't know. Um, I mean, I'm not sure. I'm not sure how they would, they would, you know, I pre-ordered the book. I, <laughs> I should know. Right. Your should pre-order remember. book, your pre-order has gone through. Like put the, t- all of these services are like shy to put titles or like, you know, Amazon doesn't put the name of the thing you ordered in the email anymore for certain things. So that like, I guess Google or other that's things. What, can't. I, that's what it. John Syracuse was saying was that this is a battle between Amazon and Google, I guess for, is it for Gmail? Is that essentially what it's for? Yeah. 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 And it's really annoying. Really annoying. Anyway, but, congratulations, uh, Dan. Go buy Dan's oh, book. It's called All go, Souls yeah. Lost. It's available mm-hmm. wherever you buy ebooks. Dan yep. won't ever let me do the audiobooks versions of his book. It's not up to me. <laughs> if your ebook place of purchase has not already emailed you, then go, go with the book. <laughs> yeah. If it has, and by the way, maybe if you already ordered a second it, copy. You've got multiple email addresses. Order another one. That's right. Yeah. Uh, multiple. You know, buy it from every site. There are other versions that will be available. Eventually, I'm told, <laughs> like print, print copies. <laughs> that, that's just a tease. You can't you can't say what kind. No, like print print. People no, like print. You like dead trees. You like killing no. trees. No, I like killing trees. I don't like print books though. Yeah, well, you just, you do. Can, it I, can I kill a famous a person's voice or a semi-famous I, person's voice? You don't have to kill them. <laughs> well, it's a, it takes a long time to read those books, right? I guess. I mean, yeah. You could kill them and just make it a separate thing, sure. I said their voice. I mean, yeah. Oh, okay, well, wow. okay. Making, making them horse. Ah, okay. well, so you what do you think about this? A horse. <laughs> what do you think about this new dumb Apple Pencil? <laughs> Everybody seems to be angry about it. <laughs> I'm not angry. It's <laughs> like, just one of those things. Wow, I woke up. It's I woke weird. Up and we're all mad about this pencil. God, it doesn't even let you write on paper. Um, <laughs> it's, a, it's an odd product. It is, as I saw several people point out, it is essentially... The product that is released because Apple kind of walked themselves into a hole. Is that how holes work? Yep. <laughs> yeah, you could walk yourself into a hole. Lock? Yeah. Did you say lock Mis- or walk? I said walk, walk like Mr. McGee yeah, yeah, style. No, so yeah, yeah. I don't think you can lock yourself into a hole. That well, it depends be, if there's a that, door. That seems or not. kind of elaborate. Yeah. Anyway, an elaborate hole. The the point That's a chastity being... build, I think. <laughs> this got weird. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> going to stop right there. Time <laughs> to podcast getting weird. Less than five minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, the so right like they had the lightning version the first generation pencil and that was still a going concern and now they're like okay well we need one that works with USB because uh, all the iPads are USB-C none of them have lightning ports anymore what I find bizarre about this is that they so there was a lot of talk about like okay how come this the the 10th generation iPad which they released last year which is like the new cheaper iPad like, well, it can't work with the second generation pencil because you can't 
char it doesn't charge. But as we as we discovered, which I don't think we knew, it does have magnets in it to adhere the pencil to it. It just doesn't charge. Right. So they clearly knew they were going to release a new pencil that yeah. worked with that. They just didn't do it for like a year. Which it's is all very, very strange. And it's it's weird that now if like I'm not really in the market for an Apple Pencil, but if I had a friend say, hey, which Apple Pencil should I get? Now you have to ask questions. <laughs> like, yeah. It's, it's the right? same well, it's, it's the same thing with the iPad. You know, you're gonna have, there's questions all the way down, right? Mm. It's weird that it supports some features, but not others. Like it doesn't yeah. support pressure sensitivity, but it does yeah. support the hover thing that they added in the M2 iPad Pros. Like, and, but doesn't have double tap. Doesn't have double tap. I mean, it's cheap, right? That's or the free engraving. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's just that's just weird. Uh, I don't quite get that, but sure. Um, yeah, I don't know. This is it's if you were ranking because, this, it's at best a number two pencil. Uh, number two, soft, please. Um, <laughs> It's weird because HB. I guess they needed. <laughs> I guess the pencil does well enough. They felt like they needed one that works with this newer iPad. It's at least, it's at least cheap. It is cheap. Well, it's cheapish. It's still seventy nine. Yeah, I mean, for an Apple cheap, for an cheap, Apple cheap, pencil, it's it's quite reasonably priced. It is the yeah. I assume that's why they cut out like the pressure sensitivity and the double tap sensor yeah. and all that. Yeah. Um, I don't think the double tap thing is honestly that big a deal. Like. I have a pencil that I, has it. Well, I, I mean, I use it all. Use it. I use that all the time. But you use that all the I time to do what? Well, that's fine for moles. Well, I'm usually drawing, and so I use it to switch between the pencil and the eraser. Forgot you do. You do like artistic shit. Yeah, yeah. moles. How come I never see your drawings? Do you share them somewhere? They're they're, they're on shirts. <laughs> you see, go go to cottonbureau.com and and search on Giant Squid Productions, and you'll see the stuff that I do with the apple. Congrats to moles on uh, new shirt day. <laughs> That was, a, that was that a really, couple weeks ago. But that yeah. really cheapened things or, or, for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, anyway. Also, it's it's the day Tony Stark died. So, you know. <laughs> oh, spoiler <laughs> alert. <laughs> Is it a spoiler alert if he died today? I mean, that's just called an obituary. Um, yeah. I uh, I so the other thing that I I rolled my eyes about in this one is that it's a got a USB C port, which is underneath a sliding cap, which is sure clever. Uh, doesn't have a cable. It's way the, better than the previous. The, doesn't come with a cable the, though. Pencil one, right? But at least that you could charge out of the box. You could plug it into an iPad and it would charge. This one you are going to need a USB C uh, cable from somewhere. Yeah, yeah. you, you eh, could probably you, plug you it probably, into your. You probably have one of those. You, you can probably plug on. it into your your iPad. If you're buying that, if you're buying that pencil, you probably have one. You probably do. Right. But I'm just saying not. you can you can go straight from iPad to pencil. No, and that's that's because I think that's also how you pair it. What do you mean? You I think that's right. right. You need to pull it. Yeah, as long as you have a cable to plug them in. Right. Well, yeah, if you have a if you cable have to charge your iPad. iPad. <laughs> you have a right, USB-C the... iPad, you have a USB-C cable. Yes, that's fair. Yeah, i just saying the other two didn't need one, which was a benefit to their thing, but I guess that's also well, the cost-cutting. Yeah. Mm. Just be nice. Include a USB-C cable, guys. Whatever. But it had, but it had the, you know, I mean, the ca you could lose the cap and whatever. I mean, like, I think this is, a, I think overall this is a better design. I am not super concerned about the USB-C cable. I think the, you know, the wireless charging one is the best. And that is absolutely the best, hands down. Why, why buy another? Honestly. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah, it's cheaper. I mean, it's... Yes. Uh, well, three pencils. You could buy one of each. I've got, That's I've right. got a we first can, and second generation. I, I already have. have I already. I already took the uh, the good one. So, I was very. This is a. 
This was a weird week for the rumor mill, which both claimed that there yeah. would be new iPads and would not be iPads. And then people are like, oh, wait, no, no, no. Our information's yeah. wrong. It's not iPads. It's a pencil. And I am fascinated about how you fuck that up. <laughs> Your source and, comes and through. It's like, saying, new they kept Apple saying that the, product. They kept saying there were going to be tips that you could change, too. Yeah. The, um, that was a bad tip. That's because yep. America is obsessed with tipping hey, culture. There you go. <laughs> That was, tip. that was that was <laughs> I, I got there way more concisely and way quicker, Lex. But we made different jokes. Yours was about yeah, tips like a tip good. line. <laughs> wow, guys, don't buy his book. You can still buy the Slinky Sutra. <laughs> uh, yeah, the rumor mill was not on fire this week. Well, it's it is funny because it, it it would appear that at least some percentage of the rumor mill is just going on hope versus information. Like Apple will probably release a new iPhone next year. Like I feel good about that rumor. <laughs> Yeah, that's what it felt like the early iPad rumor was. Well, the early, I mean, it's weird because there had been times in the past where recently where they said, you know, the iPad, they had rumored iPad releases this year. But as, you know, October was starting to wend its way away, like it seemed less and less likely. So I guess the thing that just gets me is, again, like people being like, there's going to be new iPads. And then they're like, no, our sources were wrong. It was a pencil. And I was like. Is your first question not like, what size do you think this product is? Like, if I were to put it in a box, how big would that box be? Is it bigger than a bread box? Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's very strange. Uh, Like, they almost have no things in common, like, even on the, the, like, supply chain end, right? It's like, oh, Apple's shipping a new thing, and it's got a USB-C port, but we cannot narrow it down any further than that. Well, I'm not buying this pencil either. (laughs) But I have to figure out, like, my... uh, one of my kids wants an iPad and wants a pencil. And oh, well, like, yeah, I think you are buying this annoying. pencil. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what the right iPad I don't know. I like the magnet ones. <laughs> I want a magnet pencil. Ill magnet? It is a, it is a want, magnet pencil. I want a magnet charging pencil. I want a magnet yeah. charging pencil. Yeah. And the, the Mini 6 charges it that way, right? It has charging. I think everything size, except that 10th generation iPad. Except for, except for the 10th generation, yeah. 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 Because they put the camera on the long edge and now can't put a magnet. Yeah. In there yeah it's just weird i'm not like i'm not super i don't care that much about the camera like if i have to move my hand a little bit to in order to get face id to I see work, i that doesn't I, bother me that oh, much i mean everybody I, seems super worked up about that and i don't understand why i think that camera on the long edge makes way more sense i think it wakes it because like the the angle from if you're holding an ipad and you're doing like a video yeah. chat in landscape the angle is always weird oh that's because true. of where the camera yeah, but is. i don't i mean i hardly ever video chat but i agree with both of you actually because it is weird it is a stupid angle and when it's on the the short side but i also it doesn't matter right like, if you facetime my parents it's like it's like oh no the camera angle is dumb like who cares <laughs> so i agree it is dumb yeah, yeah. but i also don't care that it's dumb well it's a weird thing that's a holdover because it's like I don't. How often do you use your iPad in portrait? Literally never. <laughs> Almost uh, never. So, sometimes. Sometimes. Very if I'm, if I'm reading, if I'm reading, for sure. Like, I'm, I'm reading a comic book, absolutely. There's no question. Well, I, I guess, know. but like, yeah, oh, I don't you know. The the I, guess, I guess. He's, he's gonna. He's gonna. He's gonna allow it. <laughs> no, I'm saying. I guess my point is. <laughs> he's my gonna point allow is, the way I use the iPad. My <laughs> point is, if you're reading, if you're using it for reading, how often do you use it in in portrait and use the camera? I feel like the stuff you're doing in portrait never uses uh, the camera. That's fairly, yeah. I mean, I'll, first of all, I hardly ever use either camera on the iPad ever. Um, you're missing out. So, but, um, but yes. But if I'm using the camera, I will probably 
I'm just looking most at like likely be holding it landscape. Apple's uh, marketing materials now. So much of the marketing materials are like laptop. I would rather have the charging than the camera on the on the long end. I'd rather just have them figure out how to make them both work. Exactly. Well, that would yeah, be uh, yes. Work. But if I have to pick, I want the charging. Well, they didn't give you that option. I'm sorry. Well, they got, but I still got what I wanted. <laughs> nope, <laughs> you, you, they did. <laughs> nope, you didn't. Sorry. Oh my god. Bad news. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Apple tells you you did not get you what get you what you wanted. Anyway, all right. Well, you we can't, spent always. The, we spent the requisite amount of time on a stupid pencil announcement, huh? <laughs> do you do you have other topics you're excited to move to? No, I'm I'm out. I'm out. All There's right. nothing well, else. I I'll give you guys time to think. Uh because the sponsor is keen for each read to sound fresh, so pe- please feel free to ad lib. I'm gonna freestyle wrap this one. Not true. This episode of the Rebound is brought to Aww. you by our dear dear friends at Rocket Money. Uh there are subscriptions for everything these days, from streaming services to fitness programs. And sometimes it's basically impossible to keep tabs on everything you're paying for each month. And that's why if you have any of those paid subscriptions, which obviously you do, you need Rocket Money. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. I used it before it was even called Rocket Money and before they even sponsored this podcast. That's how big a fan I am. I have used Rocket Money to lower my cable bill. I've used Rocket Money to help myself from overdrafting my bank account when I was paying my taxes. Uh, I've used Rocket Money to uh, discover that I was paying for uh, at least one subscription I didn't want anymore. Or when subscription prices change, it warns you about that too. It's pretty great. Pretty great. Most people think they're spending $80 on their subscriptions, but it's actually closer to $2 billion a month. Just kidding. $200. (laughs) It's so easy to lose track of what you're paying for when you're subscribed to multiple services. But with Rocket Money, you just cancel the ones you don't want by tapping a button. So easy. No more long hold times, the worst, or annoying emails with customer service, tied for the worst. Rocket Money does all that for you. So I do feel bad for the people at Rocket Money dealing with those crappy emails and phone calls, but thank you for doing it. They can even negotiate to lower your bills by up to 20% for you. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill and they'll take care of the rest. Plus, you can monitor all your expenses in one place and get recommended custom budgets based on your past spending. With more than 3 million users and counting, Rocket Money customers have saved an average of $720 a year. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Save your money for Rebound Prime. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash rebound. That's R-O-C-K-E-T-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash rebound. Rocketmoney.com slash rebound. Our thanks to Rocket Money for their support of this show. What I was saying, John, is save money so that you can then afford to subscribe to Rebound Prime. I want to be clear. That was the message. All right. Okay. Well. Or checks out. Yeah. Are right, you asking about a bunch of topics? Otherwise, we got plenty of questions. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, y- yeah. 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 Topics. What? What was it? <laughs> oh, the <laughs> thing. Uh, the the uh, the magic uh, update thing. Oh, the, oh yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Man. This is cool, I, right? I love this story, if only because people freaked out, and I thought it was funny that people freaked out about it. <laughs> I'm because I'm a bad person. Yes, <laughs> but I'm okay with that because I think it's a silly thing to freak out about. Um, so the the short version is that yeah. Apple has a way that they can update a bunch of phones <laughs> with updated iOS versions while they're in the store before those phones have been activated or removed from the box. Yes, right. they can like they yeah. have a device yeah. they can like put over the box and it turns it on, makes it download an update, and then turns it off again. Um, which is fascinating, but not shocking that they can do something like that um i a lot of people are concerned about this as a security risk vector and i get it thing is there's if somebody is close enough to do that to your phone there are so many other ways that they can do this 
that that reverse engineering whatever Apple has used to do this, which I'm sure will no doubt require some sort of cryptographic handshake or whatever. Yeah. I just think it's going to be They're a lot of work. Willy, you know, right. To do what? Make your phone update? Like they, you got to figure out the thing. Yeah, reverse engineer thing. You got to figure out an exploit to actually let you do something with it. Like it assumes a lot of possibilities that I think are unlikely. Yeah. Um, and again, if somebody gets access, physical access to your phone, there's a lot of shit they can do to it that doesn't require this. Yeah. So yeah, I, I mean, I yeah, I'm assuming, well, <laughs> I'm assuming they've checked all the boxes here. I mean, I I find yeah, it and they I updated find it very the boxes, difficult. John. Yeah, they've updated the boxes. I find it hard to believe that they oh. have just created a way for <laughs> somebody just to make a back. I've just been told, I've just been told that Milkshake Duck hacked all of our phone. phones. I'm sorry. So that's the yeah. problem. No, I, I agree. Milkshake Duck is racist now. I don't see. Yeah, it, it seems to me that it would be pretty difficult to hack this thing. But I, even though I don't think of it as a security risk, it still feels a little bit creepy to me. Because it, what it makes me wonder is, if I take my phone into an Apple store, can they do other things to it? <laughs> right? Like, does it only work on a never-turned-on phone or a never-activated well, phone? It seems like it must because most stuff requires... Like, I'm assuming it doesn't unlock your phone, right? The, a a fresh-out-of-the-box phone has no passcode, has nothing right. on it, Truth. right? So Great point. I assume it's basically leveraging the fact that it can it doesn't need any authentication, basically. So I it seems unlikely they can turn on a phone that's off that is passcode locked and bypass it. Because if they could, hundred percent agree, that is some yeah. shit right there. And right. I think they know that and aren't gonna like I, I think from fundamentally, A, it can't be done because if they turn it on and it, it allows them to get past the passcode somehow then that is a real problem, and they don't want to deal with that headache. I think they designed yeah. the system, so that will not work. Um, but, it, you know, as a diagnostic tool, sure. I mean, they can already do stuff with, like, DFU mode and things like that that are going to give them access to certain DFU. parts of the system. <laughs> I, guess there, I guess there could be a concern if you buy an iPhone from a third party, perhaps. Uh, that somebody else yeah. could figure out how to do it and do something to the phone uh, without opening the box, and then you would buy possibly be buying a compromised iphone and you but. open it and it's a brick like a physical brick <laughs> they've turned it into an actual brick. i don't know how that happens but it's amazing i know yeah Tra- transmogrification i believe is the name Ooh. wow invented a portable transmogrifier <laughs> amazing anyways uh good for apple it is annoying to update your phone when you get it and then have to yeah. like go through that yeah. whole although they did it and then transfer d- it's despite having an issue they, they did a little bit better this most recent iphone round where it prompted you when it worked it prompted you to update before you did the install which was good but yeah i agree with you that it's uh this seems better right it's it's insane frankly to ship a phone that needs an immediate update on launch day that's crazy so i like yeah. the idea that they can do it themselves. But it, that's it happens right because the hardware has to get shipped weeks ahead of time so the software is not like standing still so it's it's not surprising that they have to do this so i'm you know it makes sense that they want to find a way to do it in stream um, so that they don't have to go through that. Like, I am sure eventually the the shipping stuff will catch up to a certain degree. But even then, like, again, software keeps getting released, right? They're on the 17.1 beta is know, in release stop. candidate now. Can we just stop releasing software? I'd be okay with that. Everything's fine. Would you? <laughs> I need no more features. I don't, think you'd be like, I don't think you'd be okay with it for very long. Oh. I have oh, 17. I'd be enough for everybody. <laughs> 
Well, I, I made reference earlier, you guys, to Rebound Prime. Prime.reboundcast.com mm-hmm. is where you can learn more about it. And it's a place where you can, if you subscribe for a couple bucks a month, you get bootleg episodes of this very podcast, bonus episodes of this very podcast every single week, uh, the ability to listen live while we record and even talk to us, which people are doing. And uh, there's another thing you get. Uh, Oh, you get to join our Discord. And then finally, you get to submit questions to us that we answer on this podcast. Here are some of those questions. Prime.reboundcast.com. Mahir asks dan how long did you leave conversation awareness turned on before disabling it this is in reference to dan's new airpods pro i only got them uh today uh, i think they arrived yesterday but i just set them up this morning and i've turned it on and i have not left the house so i have not used uh i have not turned it <laughs> off yet i turned on both the adaptive audio and conversation awareness i think the conversation awareness thing is cool i think i will not have the necessarily the problems that other people have with that in terms of like false positive stuff, but I'm interested to try it a little bit more before I render a judgment there. Okay. Um, Holger asks, at what time do you eat dinner? I, I, I like are the question. Holger, are you coming over? <laughs> <laughs> Call in advance. Oh man, uh, did you ever, I mean, did you guys used to go to like your friend's house sometimes and you'd hang out there for so long that they like the parents oh, yeah. would be like, you want to stay for dinner? You want to stay for yeah. dinner? Yeah. And you'd be like, sure. oh, well, you it was know. Hardest. It was harder for me. And then for eat two, two dinners and then you go home and also eat dinner. Yeah. I was, Hell yeah. one, I was a picky eater and two, I was kosher. So I often couldn't eat at my friend's houses. So it, uh, it would happen more often that they could eat at my house than I could eat at But wouldn't house. they have better stuff then? Oh, yeah. But I wasn't allowed to eat it. And at that We're point, I followed those would, rules. Would anybody, oh, okay. Nobody would know. It's God. God. obviously. But, you know, <laughs> he's like, it's okay. I enjoy pizza from <laughs> he's time not to time. Anybody. Um, so I, growing up, it was six o'clock. So in my head, six o'clock is when you're supposed to eat dinner. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It that's was definitely question. six o'clock uh, because uh, that's when Star Trek came on in the uh, in the yeah. New York metropolitan area. For us now, everybody is down? so busy. We we like to eat dinner together, but it, we're so busy that there's a lot of variance in how we can make that happen. So sometimes it's like five thirty because people have to leave the house at six to go to rehearsal, or six forty five because some people are home from things. So it's it's anywhere between like a five thirty and a six thirty window. If it's anything after that, I am so hungry that I'm no longer a good dinner companion because I'm too grumpy. So. <laughs> I don't wait that long. Yeah, we have we have a similar problem. <laughs> I usually make dinner, and I usually don't start until five. And <laughs> boy, there are usually people who are um, in the kitchen making me upset. There's some restless, <laughs> like at like five thirty, five forty five. If I, when I tell them, <laughs> now it's going to be another half an hour at least. I. I cook dinner most nights because my I'm at home and my wife is coming home from her commute and she picks up the kid. Um, so it varies for us. We try to eat on the earlier side because the kid's bedtime is about seven. So we try to be done by, you know, 645. Sometimes that slides around. So oftentimes we're starting somewhere between like six and 615. I think that was pretty similar to when I was a kid. I remember we always used to watch like the, you know, evening news or whatever, whenever that was on. So six seven something like that but like you know when i was in my 20s and 30s it was tended to be later it tended to be more like seven seven thirty something like oh that but now it's like super like we will eat dinner regularly at five o'clock if we can get away with it oh i love that uh, for me i get so hungry for lunch at noon on the dot like if i have meetings scheduled that are going to cover noon it, my whole day is ruined because i it's, there's no solution. If I eat lunch too early, then I'm hungry for dinner too early. And if I don't eat lunch mm. at noon, then I'm just so hungry. I can't even function. 
Um, great question. Yeah. Uh, but here's with another one here. If Apple asked you to make a 90-minute video of you working slash studying, what would you be doing on camera? For a real-world example, see the new Study With Me featuring Storm Reed X oh, Apple yeah, video. Yeah. I don't want anybody to ever do this. Um, yeah. I no, do all sorts. Like, I mean, I, I get up, I walk around, I do errand. Like, I don't... It's very rare that I spend an hour and a half sitting directly like in front of my computer unless I'm on a podcast. And that sounds like a really terrible thing to have a video of just my side of a podcast. Yeah. Yeah. My my process is an absolute mess. <laughs> but it's I'm, a process. I'm constantly I'm constantly looking at social media. I'm oh, constantly yeah, like fiddling with toys that go, are on my desk. Go, go and over to something a, will occur to me and then I'll start typing again. Yeah, go over, write a sentence or two, stare at it, be like, Do I like that? Nah, I'm gonna go check Mastodon for a while. Yeah, right. I had to write a uh like it was probably like a five hundred, six hundred word blog post for book promotion yesterday. And I can write like 600 words in, you know, f- half an hour if I, if I know what I'm writing. Yeah, really. But it, it took me all day. It took me all day to write that. I started in the morning. I finished at like 10 o'clock at night. <laughs> terrible. What a terrible. The, the return on investment for that is extremely low. Please don't do the math. I, uh, I, I, I would probably be on a video call or several video calls back to back and then sending some emails. I, I, it sounds like I have a slightly different day. I'm getting a little bit better at taking advantage of, of having occasional extra downtime during my day, but I still end up booking many of my days kind of like I have a nine to five job. Um, I just get to pick which exact times, but so I'm, I don't know, I'm typically at my desk working for most of the typical work day. It, just, it definitely starts later than it used to. So if they started recording at nine, I'd be like not in my office. If they waited until 10 or nine 30, then they could see me. Oh, wow. I start, I start work very early because you know, I get up when the kid gets up basically. And then my Wife leaves the house with a kid usually around seven thirty, so I usually just start working then. I, st- like, I do my workout first, and now I do longer workouts because I can choose my own hours. So I, I don't check out early though, like three o'clock. Nothing, nothing gets done past three o'clock. We've noticed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> meant, meant nothing. That's why this show ends at three. <laughs> uh, Jeeber asks: Peanut butter, smooth or chunky? <laughs> This is going to be contentious, I can tell you right now. Oh, that means Dan's a chunky guy. I guess so. Uh, smooth that, all the way. I, yeah, I mean... I will eat oh, chunky man, I get angry in an emergency. If, if, we're, if we have chunky peanut butter and that's all we have, I get really angry. I'm, I'm team smooth, but I'll eat chunky if I have to. I'm going to come out with I a hot pr- Yeah, I mean, like, if I have to, I could eat it, but I just I don't like it at all. I don't like nuts in anything. I love eating nuts by themselves, but I do not like... <laughs> I do not like cakes with nuts. I do not like candy with or you know candy with nuts. Or I don't like. I definitely don't like you cookies know, or brownies. I, brownies, you know, get the fuck out of here with I those brownies. I prefer. I prefer not to have nuts and things. I agree with that. But I've kind of like my wife, who often does the baking, likes to put them in, and I've just been like, well, what am I going to do? Not eat this brownie? I'll eat the damn brownie. Like I've kind of come around on some of them. I had the other day a maple oh, pecan scone. I will not. That eat, I will not really eat a good. brownie with nuts in it. I'll what eat around pecan- the nuts and a brownie with nuts. What about pecan pie? Won't eat it. No. I don't, okay. Yeah, I don't eat pecan pie. I don't like oh, pecan pie. It's real good. I only started liking it a couple of years ago because I, I, like, I was like you, you poor unenlightened souls. Uh, all right. Hot take time. We have what we all ready for my peanut butter hot take? <laughs> it is. We're I don't ready. like peanut butter. 
Yeah, that's right. Uh, oh, I knew okay. that. I knew that going in. <laughs> I I like that answer better than chunky, honestly. Yeah. I will say recently uh we started, you know, cuz we we give some, you know, we give peanut butter and a little toast to my son. Um you know, we were doing all like the allergen exposure things when he was younger. Uh and I will say we also got him almond butter and I kind of like almond butter, honestly. It's pretty good. Oh, <laughs> so god. Yeah, <laughs> really? I don't oh, think I, I'm not sure that I've ever tried it. Karen gets I've it all the time, it. but I don't, I don't think I've ever, ever bothered to try. Yeah, I, give it I, don't a, give she, I don't know why she gets it. She, is it is there is it less fat or something like that? Because she no, also eats peanut so. butter. I think it's more fat, honestly. Yeah, that's actually, why it tastes so good. Fat. And our, isn't is that the one that's destroying the environment or something like that? Uh, <laughs> probably. Or is it almond? I mean, yeah, I think almonds are better. Yeah, yeah. What what yeah. isn't destroying the environment these days, guys? Um grass uh but so i yeah my kids have no, had all the different yeah have you not read about yeah. lawns yeah really <clears throat> Golf oh, we're also brought to you by sunday uh the that's not true um ice cream sunday when my kids uh went to peanut free schools we would get all the alternative peanut butters and i tried them all and i hate them all uh mm-hmm. and my wife likes the healthy peanut butters and uh we also we get what we call daddy's peanut butter and the regular peanut butter and the kids always want to just take mine which is fine because like sure. i want i want name brand peanut butter not like stir it yeah. up and it's I gross think, i don't like stirring it up either i mean yeah. i think it tastes good i think it's nice but uh i think it tastes I adequate be able, i just want to be i also want to be able to keep it in the pantry instead of in the refrigerator. salted or unsalted oh i don't know whatever i guess Default. it's probably salted salted it's probably okay. salted and sugared and why sugar. the hell else oh, would i be so eating like, it straight exactly. up synthetic yeah. is what we're talking here right yeah. right yeah. i mean gotcha okay i don't want to get i don't want to get sugar just from the jelly uh, I don't eat jelly. Uh, Holger what? asks. Really? Well, let's back up. I back love wait, jelly. Wait, did I, did I zag there at the end? Wait. <laughs> wait, no jelly, no jam? Like, no jelly, no jam, no preserves, any sort of fruit spread? No compote, no any of it. No, I um, really? wow. Marshmallow fluff? How about marshmallow fluff? I would, Invented, but I don't. Invented, by the way, in Summerville, yeah, Massachusetts. I would, I would do so that FYI. all the time if I felt like I could, but no, I can't. John, I, John you should come down for the Fluff Festival because Fluff was invented in Summerville, Massachusetts, and there's a Fluff what? Festival here every year. So I yeah, used to work in a different industry, and the Fluff Festival was a whole different thing. But the... Um, <laughs> <laughs> the <laughs> Pillows? Most of my jokes are just for molds, but um, you didn't work in that. Did you? <laughs> I don't know because well, well, I, I want to have a conversation about that. <laughs> you didn't call That's it a whole different podcast. But so I, there was one day growing up where I had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich in school, and I didn't like the way the jelly had like done some weird congealing thing with the peanut oh, butter it and it grossed me out. Yes, and it's gross. I was like, I don't want jelly anymore, and I never ate jelly again. Um, oh. Maybe 10 years ago, I had two peanut butter and jelly sandwiches that were fine, but with like the world's shittiest jelly, by which I mean like over-sugared, like it came out of a well, squeeze bottle. Welch's grape you jelly. Best, yeah. You mean the best jelly. Yeah, that's no good. And that was that. that was okay, uh, but I just, I don't need jelly. I like my peanut butter. I like to toast my bread before I make the peanut butter sandwich, but just yeah. peanut butter is fine. Can I mean, we back it? Like, that's good, like, that's that good the, eating, too. Is that the only use for jelly in your book, is a peanut butter and jelly sandwich? You wouldn't have just like a piece of toast with jam on it? I would definitely not do that. Really? Oh, I would do oh, that. Yeah, I, no, love, I, I love a good piece of toast yeah. jam. Peach yeah. jam is amazing if you can find really good. I would basically jam. only do strawberry. <laughs> oh, raspberry jam, yeah, also I, solid. Blueberry jam, pretty good. I'm not crazy about blueberry jam. Karen gets that all the time, and I don't. I'm not I like crazy fresh. about it. I would eat it in a pinch. If I, I, don't, to, but, um, I don't eat any of the fruits mentioned except for strawberries, just to be clear. Stra- so uh, raspberry, I really like raspberry. I want to say, these don't taste like fruit. I mean, it's just sugar, right? Like, it's barely even fruit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, some of you know, like if you get the, we get to try and get the kind that has like the chunks of fruit. Oh, I'm gonna zig here. Have you, like, I saw this in the store the other day when it brought me back to my childhood. Mint jelly, 
Oh, I yeah. hate that stuff. Oh my god, yeah, I, I don't like that, that either. We t- uh, we experiment like we did you like, lamb when you were for Easter one year or something, and and got mint jelly, and I still did not like it. Uh, Hank my was da- all that's like, my excited got- about it, like mint jelly. Wow, it sounds great, and I don't think he liked it either. My dad got yeah, but my dad used to make lamb when I was a kid. There would always be some mint jelly, and I would just take like, a spoonful of that on the side. So good. I, I I would love lamb, but I would not do it with mint jelly. Um, you don't have yeah, to like I dip it or I something. I, I think it. that's a little weird, but it's a good like a side dish almost. I don't know. By the way, did you guys hear today's rebound? They did 15 minutes on the apple pencil and 47 minutes on peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> <laughs> that's the rebound guarantee. That's right. Uh, Holger says, if you had time to read a new book, would you have any timely suggestions? <laughs> the Snuggie Sutra. It's new to you if you haven't mm. read it yet. Ah, there mm. you go. Good choice. Excellent work. There's also Dan's new book, you guys. There's All Souls book. Lost by Dan Morin. Yeah, I hope it's good. I had somebody come to me this morning. I, I think they good. were in a they were in a different time zone. <laughs> Is that what Dan said? That's what yeah. Dan said. Did I say it's good? Yeah. Okay. I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna tell you like like it is. Somebody came to me this morning and said, "Oh yeah, the book. Uh, I really enjoyed it. I read it in three hours. Uh, I wonder if it's demoralizing for me to tell you that I read something in three hours that you worked on for several years." And I thought, little bit. <laughs> I don't think so. Why would it be? I, w- I, I don't I would know. Think that's, like, I would think that's great, actually. I mean, you're better, first you're of all, more well adjusted than I am. Then, Josh. first of all, they they bought the book, <laughs> so that's mission true. accomplished right there, right? And then, I mean, to chew through it quickly, I would think you have to enjoy it. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, the the books that I chew through quickly, I really enjoyed. I mean, the last one that's I can fair. think of was The Martian. Um, yeah, that's a good. Just book. because I haven't read All Souls Lost yet. Oh, there um, you go. And I went through that in like three days, which is extremely fast for me. For me, yeah. I I feel what you're describing, Dan, much more with cooking or baking, where people spend mm. hours and hours. And like, I don't, even like a Thanksgiving meal, people in my life tend to eat in like 12 minutes. Yeah, <laughs> okay, right. I'm done. It. And it's like, yeah. why did you, why? I, it, to me, that doesn't make sense. But the book, I agree with Moltz. Like, they, they got what you wanted. They read the story. Yeah. And they liked it. Yeah. Yeah, but then they well, want to know when the, the next story. one's coming Even out. Even they I'm don't like, read it. You know how many years it takes me to do this? <laughs> I really appreciate our listeners teeing us up with these questions. ZM Knox <laughs> asks, have you ever made your own puzzles like a crossword or a connections puzzle? And if so, what suggestions <laughs> do you have for making them clever but not too difficult? Oh, have you ever uh, made a tool to make your own puzzles? <laughs> uh, yes, yes, and yes. I have done all three of those things. I really like puzzles. I would say that I'm good but not great at solving puzzles. I really like making puzzles. I think I'm good at not great at that too. But uh, I have been making connections puzzles every day. Lexcreamer.com slash connections. It's free. It's fun. Whatever. Do it. And uh, I don't know. The I have... I had somebody today was asking me on Mastodon if um, I was listening to the Miriam Webster podcast because today's connections puzzle of collections puzzles we were recording related to the topic on a recent episode of that show. But no, I've made my puzzles like a month and a half out now. I make puzzles whenever the idea strikes me, which often happens while doing other people's puzzles. So if I see a connection that's wrong um, or a connection that they didn't use or a thing, then like I'm like, oh, I want to make a puzzle that has that. Uh, but my favorite way to start is to come up with four things that are related and then put them each in different categories and then see what else I can come up with. That's how I like to start them <laughs> so that you have a... I, that's a very cheat. similar. The only couple I've made have gone like that where it's like, okay, I'm, I'm going to you know, make a category of things and then try to think through laterally, laterally, like, oh, what might you think that word is a cat is also in a category for? So I've only made like a couple of the connections ones. I'm trying to think I've made crosswords, but never like really good ones. Like I've done the ones that are like 
uh, I don't know if there, I can't remember if there's a turn for it, but like the non-symmetrical ones. So like, you know, yeah. the nice New York Times ones you do, they're like in a grid, right? It's all very square. And then the cheapo ones, which is like, well, we aren't smart enough to figure out how to make all the words interact <laughs> that much. It's just like, they go everywhere and they do everything. Um, I did make puzzles. Uh, there was a combination of scavenger hunt and puzzles when I proposed to my wife. So I did make some puzzles for that. I participated um, in that. Yes, you did. Uh, and uh, I enjoy it, but I don't do it very often. I think I like solving puzzles a lot more than I like making them. So I made a bunch of crossword puzzles um, before I left, before before I worked at Amazon. And then we got acquired by Amazon and I never made one again. <laughs> um, literally, that was the connection because, uh, <laughs> connection. Um, uh-huh. But I really enjoyed making crossword puzzles. The, the thing I like about making puzzles is how what feels to me like how hard my brain has to work to make those like it's a different thing than solving puzzles and making them i still think i'm learning the right difficulty because what i find is i i like today's puzzle uh for me was uh, a bunch of different acronyms and it looks hard and then when you do it it's very easy it is the easiest puzzle i've made in connections by far people and what's hilarious is when they're really easy people are much more likely to share them because they're much more likely to share their score because they're proud of it mm-hmm. and they it gets spread around a whole lot more that way. Um, when they're a little bit harder, people tend to like write to me behind the scenes like, hey, I like this. This is harder than your times, whatever. But people don't want to share it if they didn't do as well. Or people sometimes get frustrated. So fine-tuning the difficulty is, I think, the hardest thing of puzzle making. Um, and I don't think there's any easy answer. Everybody I know who does puzzle making professionally, and there's not that many people who I know who do that, but I, there's a couple, it's, that's the hardest thing is figuring out the right difficulty level. So I have no good answers, EM Knox, but I do like to start with a set of four and then use them all as separate things and go from there. Crossword puzzles, you just got to make them. Just make them over and over and over again. <laughs> yeah, I think I still like, I like doing crossword puzzles, but I, I really, I've never really seriously tried to make one. I don't make puzzles and I don't like it when other people make puzzles. Wow, I didn't know that <laughs> last part. Why don't you like when other people do it? <laughs> He's like, he just doesn't like things he can't understand, Lex. It just That's frustrates right. him. He gets angry. Yeah, I told you. I told you. I tried this game. I did not like this game. So, uh, Yitz asks, do any of you use... Mul- <laughs> Let me try that in English this time. Do any of you use multilingual keyboards other than emoji, I guess? And if so, do you appreciate the changes in iPadOS slash iOS 17? I don't. Huh. I, mean, I, 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 I have the Japanese one. I, haven't, I don't know that I've tried it, actually. No, I think, about I think the issue, the thing they changed mainly is like there's an indicator now when you change language, like that caps lock indicator that shows up now. Yeah. There's one right. that tells you when you've changed to a different keyboard. Um, I have in the past had the Russian one enabled. Um but I don't really end up using it. I mean, it's been it was great in high school when I did Russian homework. I could type my Russian homework, which blew the minds of like everybody else in my Russian class in the in high school because they were all like writing stuff out, and I was like, oh, I just got I got a Russian keyboard on my computer because like at the time doing that in Windows was a real pain. Um, so I liked that at the time, but I I'm not good enough with Russian anymore. My Arabic was never good enough to do any writing like with it and i've occasionally used the french one but honestly i just use if i need to write something in french i will just type it in the lat like the the u.s english keyboard and just use all the diacritics and whatever because the french keyboard has letters in wacky fucking places (laughs) and i just can't i can't deal with that yeah um i'm I'm trying it right now and i'm struggling (laughs) yeah i'm gonna i'm an emoji I'm an emoji and bitmoji keyboard guy. <laughs> those, are, those are mine. Good. 
Question answered. Yeah, Anything else? I haven't done this much. I was I was trying to see if Volts <laughs> was going to add in more, but I guess not. Um, no, I mean, I'm, I like I haven't I've ha- had it enabled, and I haven't used it in a long time, and I haven't used it. I mean, this is the first time I'm using it with iOS 17 for sure. Uh, let's see. something in Japanese to us right now. <laughs> oh, and then I tried to send it to you guys, and uh, I I have my phone on Do Not Disturb, so or on airplane mode. So eh, there we go. That worked. Our <laughs> our final question uh, for the day comes from CM Knox, who submitted it while we were talking, because that's what you can do if you're a, a live Rebound Prime listener. If you just keep submitting questions while we talk, can we never leave the podcast? Is that Correct. how it works? Yeah, uh, right. Yeah. But their question the is Sisyphusian uh, situation. <laughs> Do you prefer normal peanut butter, i.e. GIF, or natural peanut butter? Which I guess <laughs> Zach submitted before basically? we got there. Yeah, uh, I think we, yeah, I mean, we yeah. kind of I like I like Skippy and GIF and all those brands. Yeah. I anytime I see GIF, I say choosy moms choose GIF. Um so that ad that's campaign not, worked that's when not I was annoying a kid. at all, huh? Yeah. Mahir asks, is this the show? <laughs> I'm going home. I'm closing this document. <laughs> I'm done looking at that. <laughs> <laughs> they're just yeah it's a griefing situation now i don't think i think we hey, I'd pay for that. i think it's about i think it's about asking questions anymore <laughs> it's about demanding answers 